Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Property World. Today we're doing a deal summary about a, uh, a trading for profit deal that Piotr Rusnik uh, is going to tell us all about. Uh, Piotr, it's great to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me again, Will. So uh, Piotr is a, an experienced auction trader, uh, both buying and selling at auction. Um, he's also um, one of the uh, co-authors of um under the, the hammer or the hammer the, falls the um, hammer falls yes <laughs> the hammer falls which is um, regarded as one of the uh, best auction related and and for those of you not familiar with the kiwi accent uh, that's auction with an a a for apple mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to option uh, with an o mm-hmm. uh, for orange so um, we're going to be talking about a mist, mixed use opportunity so uh, where was the deal, um, Piot? And um, we're talking about a, a 25% profit within a um, roughly eight, eight nine month period. That, that's mm. some going. Tell us about uh, where it was. What was the property? Yes. Yeah, so this was uh, this was in Southwest London. Um, so Southeast London. It was in Sidcup in Kent. Um, and to uh, about this um, mixed-use commercial property, basically um, downstairs was hairdresser. At the back of it was like another unit, access from another street uh, that was owner-occupied, but was commercial. And then above that was a flat, I think a two-bedroom flat, uh, sold off on the long leash, which was about 56 years unexpired on it. So uh, it was it was a mixed-use property with three different parts. One was sold off, but there was still some value to it. Um, and uh, the property was generating about 10K from the hairdressers. And we bought this for 197,500. Right. And uh, just getting straight to the, what was the exit eight months later? Um, so we sold it in the auction uh, for two hundred and fifty-five thousand um, pounds, and basically it was sold to a, a SaaS investor or SIP investor, work one of one of the two. Uh, basically, it was a it was a, a pension kind of uh, purchase, um, and uh, at the time when we sold it, uh, the income was increased to twenty thousand. So basically, the person who bought it they got um, approximately, what is it, 20 by 250. But, 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 but uh, 
uh, 7.5%. Almost 8%, yeah, income yeah. on the, on the, on the, on the so, budget. So a good result for the person on the other side um, of the, um, of the exit, uh, and a good result for the, the owner that you purchased it from. Um, uh, so so what, why were they selling the property? Um, it was an owner who owned it for about 12, 15 years, and he used the rear unit as his own kind of, uh, um, for his own purposes, for his own building company. And uh, he was letting the, the hairdressers to the front, and uh, he didn't have interest in, in maintaining the building or doing anything with it. He just kind of vacated. I think he had enough money. He didn't really care that much. He had the property on the market at 250 for about two years. Obviously, he wasn't selling. And uh, when I did enough, when I made an offer, I think it, it took us a while to get to that, get that 197, 500 and accept it. And, uh, and you, you were dealing through an agent, or what? What was the? Yeah, it was it was a pretty kind of depressing commercial agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were so like non-responsive, and even like when we're doing the deal, they were they didn't quite believe that this is gonna come off. So they were quite low energy, kind of um, yeah, not very proactive with anything. A little cynical. Cynical. That's the word to use. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, how did you how did you finance the purchase? Uh, so it was done as a as a joint venture with an investor, uh, with someone that uh, I worked with before. Uh, so she put all the money into the deal, and um, I basically executed it. Okay, excellent. So you, you you brought the deal and you ran the deal. They put the money in, and there was a profit split. Yeah. Very good. Um, and um, so you, you got the um, you got the, the offer accepted. Um, what what did the um, what was the structure of the, the purchase initially? Um, uh, what do you mean exactly? What was the structure of the purchase? So, so you were buying cash, I presume. Yeah, it was uh, buying. Yeah. Straight and for the, you're buying the freehold plus uh, the other elements. Yes, yeah, so it's a freehold purchase of the whole building in cash. And uh, we completed on this, uh, I think we had three months completion uh, from the, the moment of exchange. And the plan was to go for planning, but then we discovered that we can't really get permitted development on this because um, there was some uh, little... Uh, little kind of uh, issue around the actual use of the property because uh, a few years before we purchased this, um, the council, which I can't remember exactly, I think it's Bexley Council, um, they were quite uh, particular about the uses of the property and they were issuing enforcement notices as if they were uh, bought and they didn't have anything to do and they were issuing enforcement notices on properties that were used for uh, for example mixed uh, purposes so um, this uh, hairdressing salon they also had a, a massage room and the councils basically issued enforcement notice uh, and requested either that 
massage room gets removed or the change of the, the, the property is uh, like the owner applies for change of use to a mixed-use building, mixed-use being A1 and sui generis. And basically that applies to the whole of the ground floor or the actual property that the hairdresser was using. So it, wasn't longer, no, it was no longer a, a one property that had permitted development. It was a mixed-use property, which then didn't have permitted development. So it would have to go through the whole planning. And we decided that the property wasn't bad as it was. So the hairdresser at the time was paying 10K, but the lease was coming to an end. So we suggested um, issuing a new lease at uh, 12K per annum. Uh, I think it was 12K, 12K 200, something like that. And then uh, the unit at the back, at the time, uh, we wanted to, we were actually still considering going for full planning permission. So we wanted just to rent out the unit for um, like a four month period because for like storage purposes, just to make a few hundred pounds of the property, just to pay for that some, 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 some silly costs. But uh, when I put the property, I actually put it on Gumtree because it was like a 40 square meter unit, uh, put it on Gumtree and my, uh, at 500 pounds per month, I thought I'll just give it a, a go at 500. And my phone could not stop ringing. Literally there were so many people who wanted that unit because unis like that are quite uh, hard to come by. And this one guy was totally desperate to, to have it. So I was uh, like, okay, I can rent it to you, but we can only rent it for four months. So we sign a license, no security of tenure. After four months, you might have to go because um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, we might have to convert into resi possibly, or, or if not, uh, we, we can chat later, but uh, it's, it's a non-committal thing, four months only. And the guy said, yeah, no problem. And when he got into the unit, uh, it was quite in a shell condition. He got into the unit and uh, he completely refurbished the property, even though he knew he would be there for four months. Uh, he had his own team because he was doing this decorative concrete. So basically the kind of driveways uh, and, uh, um, and, and kind of front gardens that look like stone, but and, oh, and like, like, like so, so pressed and stamped and colored concrete, uh, that, that exactly. type of thing, that type of thing, yeah. And uh, and basically, he wanted to use this, uh, this, this, this uh, unit at the back as a, as, a, as a showroom for clients to come. So, he put, he put concrete all over it, he beautifully refurbished the property, and basically, it was like a, it was amazing. Like, and, and I was like, okay, cool do whatever you want in four months you might have to go and uh, then after we decided that we're not going to go for planning I was thinking okay this guy's clearly committed this is working for him so we suggested him that uh, he could uh, have the property for se on a seven-year lease at uh, 700 I think 750 or 700 pounds a month so basically that worked out about yeah total income worked out to 20,000 pounds, including the front unit. So basically the guy was like super happy to sign it. Uh, for him, it wasn't a massive cost, but it was uh, making his business, his business look super professionals against all the competition because no one would have a, a showroom and no one would have a 
place where people come and to, to sign the documents and to, to get the coffee and everything else. So for him, it was a that, massive that, thing. That's really interesting. So you, um, you've got a temporary tenant in, they improved the property. Yeah. Uh, and then because it was improved, you were able to lease it back to them at a higher level. And the value of the lease, what, what, um, so you've got, um, so 700, did you say, or 750? I think it was, maybe it was 650. In total, it was 7,800 a month, a year. So yeah. 7,800 divided by 12, it's 650 a month. Yeah. So basically, I increased his rent by 30%. To mm -hmm. his temporary rent after he improved the property and and, and what what was the impact on uh like, like what's the value of that seven year lease in terms of um what the, the added impact so you, you you know you didn't get the permitted development but you've you've got another paper profit there with the um with the the leasing of a single unit within the the building um, so I mean the value of the leases, um, it, it's 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 difficult. Like as a, as a whole, the building kind of made sense because, um, you know, commercial leases you expect on on good quality commercial leases you expect about six, seven, eight percent. Like if it's a, like a secondary location like this, mm -hmm. um, and uh, but the, the the interesting thing was that obviously the flat above was um, a leasehold flat. It was sold off, but there was only 50, I think two years or 54 years left on the lease. So, and the actual cost of extent, if someone owning this flat uh, would come and ask, I want to, uh, I want to extend the lease. Uh, then the leaseholder would be entitled to about 40, 45,000 pounds. So the fielder would be entitled to about 40, 45,000 pounds in lease extension premium. So, so that was a bonus that uh, wasn't materialized. And obviously the flat above was owned by this uh, older lady. She lived there since the start of the lease, uh, like 40, for 40 years, and she wasn't going to extend the lease. But if something, uh, if someone took that flat from her, they would probably want to extend the lease. So it was the kind of, there was value in it, but not immediate value and not something that you can count on. But at the same time, the longer you wait or the longer they, the leaseholder waits, the more of a premium they will have to pay in the future. So it's, um, it's an appreciating asset in that sense. So basically 7.8% that we saw, the yield that we sold it at, it was quite a decent yield given that there's also that bonus of a potential uh, lease extension. Okay, and this this fits um, like your um, and you've you've enhanced this in the four years since you did this deal. But your your basic model is that you're you're looking to create value relatively quickly uh, at a low lower uh, level of risk, um, yeah. and to trade the property on. So the person you're buying. Uh, uh, it off that they're able to move on with their life. Uh, mm. The person who's buying the property from you, um, uh, that they're getting a reasonable deal. So you're leaving a little bit on on the table, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I, I, that's that's kind of how we like working the most because it makes a sale easier, uh, and and you don't always have to squeeze everything out of everyone. It's uh, it's it's no good way of. 
uh, doing business, I guess, in my in my world. Um, and, yeah, uh, and I think it's generally not a good way of doing business in anyone's world if you're wanting to do lots of business on an ongoing, long-term basis. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and if not with that person, with their network. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and also, uh, it was, it was well, a good I, way. I, like, I, I was working. I was working with a JV partner on this one, so uh, it's, uh, I always find it important to make sure that the deal goes through and uh, kind of there's a lot more than uh, just the profit in a deal. There's relationships, there's uh, fluidity, there's momentum that kind of, uh, um, you know, like happens when, when you keep doing deals. And with 5k this side or that side make much of a difference i don't think so but what makes a difference is completing deals on time moving uh moving according to plans and and just just general making money mm -hmm. and, and so uh piot um any any closing comments on the deal uh, so firstly well done it sounds like a a great deal and um, you, uh, you've gone on to do a number of them since and hopefully we'll get you back on the show um, uh, as part of your Hammered Auctions um, promotions. Your, uh, you, you and Jay Howard are, are business partners for the last number of years and uh, your reputation's building um, you know, it, it, with each passing year. So well done on this deal and thank you for taking the time out to share. Uh, any, any closing comments on the deal? Um, I guess um, not much. I mean, it, it's it's like this deal seems to be kind of following a pattern of like most of the deals that we do. We tend to buy actually properties like this, like a little bit, uh, a little bit messy, but always quirky with uh, kind of various different commercial elements or maybe with like a, uh, a leasehold element, like the kind of things that people tend to find difficult to value. Mm -hmm. And it's um, uh, yeah, so so it it seems to follow a pattern. Uh, since then, we did a couple of deals. One in Pench, which was uh, quite similar, and uh, uh, also around three hundred fourteen k purchase and three sixty or three seventy sale. Can't remember mm -hmm. exactly the number, but um, it, again, it follows the same pattern. We come in, we asset manage the property, fix the issues, and then let someone else take it over and also leave some meat on the bone for, for the next person. Um, okay, so, so it's a 50K profit on a roughly 200K deal, uh, in and out, eight months, uh, outstanding. Uh, if you had to add up all of the hours that you put into the deal, uh, into um, number of days that you, you worked on at full-time equivalent, what, what would it be conservatively? I would say uh, in total, maybe four weeks. Like, I don't know, let's let's say four, but maybe it wasn't like, it, it was like one of the very, not early, day, early days, but one of the deals where it's like, I was kind of, so still refining your 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 still, uh, your trade. Yeah, exactly. Because like, there's always things you need to learn, and like, uh, even just creating a commercial lease for the tenants, like you have to study it, you have to understand, you have to kind of you overthink a lot of things at early stages. So um, I, I do have an overthinking disease. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well um, I've seen I've seen some of your your deals four years on, and um, you uh, if that was your starting point. Uh, 
I, I can see how you've got into the position you have today. So well done. If anyone's interested in getting in touch with Piot, uh, you can check him out on LinkedIn. He's a regular contributor on social media. Uh, he's the uh, popular host of the uh, the Sunday chat show with uh, with, with Jay Howard, Helen Chorley, and uh, Adam Lawrence, and you, you get occasional guests on. Uh, it's one of the funnest chats um, uh, within the, the, the property world. Um, there doesn't seem to be any limits uh, about what you can say or, or um, you know, the, the level of humour, I think, um, is worth tuning into quite separate to the property chat. So mm. uh, check, check it out on LinkedIn. Um, nice one. Thanks. Thank, thanks again for having me well and uh, looking forward to our next chat. Brilliant. So Piot Rosnick, Hammered Auctions. Um, I'm Will Mallard. This is My Property World Podcast. Once again, thanks, Piot. Cheers. Bye. Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile.